Hello everyone, welcome back to Wrestling Talk with Alex. I'm excited for you guys to be here. I'm excited to have you guys clicking on this new episode with me. And let me introduce myself real quickly to anybody who is new to the podcast. My name is Alexandra and I am your host of Wrestling Talk with Alex, where I talk about wrestling and mostly about WWE news. And we're here to kind of like get started right now. But first and foremost, my condolences go out to Pat Patterson's family and everybody in the wrestling world who was really close to him. He is definitely going to be missed in the wrestling community. He was a legend. He would definitely be missed. Um, also, great news. Congratulations to Becky and Seth Rollins on their baby girl that was born today. Obviously, when this episode goes up, it will be Tuesday. Um, the baby was born yesterday. So congratulations to the new parents. All right, so let's get into the um, Raw ended like 40 minutes ago because, you know, I had to get my little information up to kind of discuss about other potential new, um, news that happened last week. And I kind of want to give my input about it. All right, let's give a breakdown of Monday Night Raw. Um, Monday Night Raw was pretty good. It started really good and ended really good. <laughs> and I usually don't say that about Raw because Raw has a very bad habit of starting good and it just goes down like a really fast roller coaster. It was a really good show. It was handled very well. We started with a good promotion. It was a didn't seem a little long. But it was still a good promotion of the Viper calling out Bray Wyatt so he could fight the fate. It was a good promotion overall, a good start of the show. Then I call them the filler episode um matches. We had like two like filler matches that I really don't want to give too much of it because they were just there and kind of just to kind of hold up to the show. Then where things started kind of picking up was when Kofi Kingston versus Shelton Benjamin's match happened. And that picked up the show from there, which is good because usually the show does not pick up. It just goes down like a roller coaster, like I said. And then you had Drew McIntyre um, and Sheamus versus AJ Styles, The Miz, and John Morrison. They had a really good match. It was a good match. <laughs> Overall, it picked up. It started picking up. I'm telling you, it was it was like it went it went up, went down a little bit, but it went right back up. And then after that, we have Bobby Lashley versus Jeff Hardy. I really like what they're doing with Bobby Lashley and the Hurt Business. The whole idea of having M MVP involved in this is kind of giving these superstars this good push that many of them weren't having which I'm excited for. This was a phenomenal match. I think it was a good match between both of them. You know, Jeff Hardy that has been around the scenes long, and then you also Bobby Lashley that has ex good experience. They did a very good job holding that match down. Next, the Viper versus Bray Wyatt. I tell you, this was a good match. Nobody won this match, but this match was a good ending for the show. Like I said, the show started you know good it had a little you know a little downers 
be after that, but then it picked up, and which is good because usually raw does not pick up. Raw just goes down as you know a roller coaster, like I'm always saying. And I think if they would cut the show down, maybe an hour, those two filler matches that they had in the night wouldn't have wouldn't have had three things. Maybe like there was three things there would have been eliminated and they could focus on the storylines of upcoming matches for the pay-per-view. Because that's what before was. They used to build these storylines to kind of get the fans excited about these upcoming matches that we're about to have and everything. So it was it was a good ending of the show. So I was really excited that WWE did pick up on Raw because... Usually Raw could disappoint many of us, but it was a quite good show. It's really exciting that it ended, it started good and it ended very well. All right, so I really wanted to get into this conversation. Um, Obviously, December 2nd, we found out that Sting made his surprising debut at AEW. So, according to comic book, AEW announced the 61-year-old had signed a million-year contract with the company. However, given his age and the fact he was forced to retire from in-ring wrestling back in 2015 due to a a severe neck injury, his active role of the company still is quite not clear. (laughs) I don't... Listen... I like saying he is a legend, like many of legends that we have and that we grew up seeing. You know, he is a WWE Hall of Famer, former WCW World Heavyweight Champion. Sting has done a lot of stuff and many of us love him to this day. Same thing I said about Undertaker. Sometimes we have to... Not, you need to know when to let go of your legacy. Not saying not to keep on wrestling, meaning as actually doing something a little bit different. Like, Sting just, let's get into Undertaker and then you're going to understand why I'm feeling this way about Sting. Undertaker, at one point, us as fans, we started looking at Undertaker and started looking at him and being like he needs to retire he's starting to get older he is getting older and he's dealing with more younger wrestlers that are younger and they do things a little bit different than the old timers and then as fans we start realizing they're getting older and they're not moving quite the same maybe a couple of years back when they were not as injured or they were having the same abilities of moving faster and they're not moving as fast as a younger wrestler is doing. So, you know, obviously us WWE fans got to enjoy the debut of Sting, you know, with Survivor 2014 Survivor Series. He he had a four, four matches in that time with WWE. He has a loss with, you know, Triple H of WrestleMania 31st and ended his um losing to Seth Rollins for the Night of Champions for the championship. 
And obviously, he got an injury that have caused him to be out of the ring. A neck injury. You know, him signing a contract with AEW, me, I'm trying to figure out what is his role going to be. Is he going to be a person that's going to be more on the back end and kind of help push these younger superstars to be out there? I don't really watch much AEW because this is my concern about AEW. I try my best to kind of get into it in the same way I feel. And this is like going directly to the fans. You guys say is this. Oh, you know, WWE, all they do is bring these old timers to kind of boost the ratings, kind of boost, you know, get the fans back on board. They only bring these old timers. But the same thing goes to AEW. How is it different from when WWE does it? We criticize that the brand itself, and but when AEW does it, it's like, oh my God, they brought thing. It's phenomenal. It's a big thing. But I don't think it's like, if we got to play these double standards, like me, I'm personally not saying that I don't enjoy seeing Sting come out, but it's sometimes I don't, you know, I want to see the younger generation to start coming out and actually doing some stuff. So, you know, he had his debut. It was, you know, it was phenomenal for us to see him come out and do this whole, you know, entrance and start beating people up. But if he is going to start wrestling against other younger superstars, at his age, he is most likely going to get injured. And having him come back and actually perform, not doing backstage stuff, could be a potential risk that AEW is taking. Just because, not saying this, it's it's hard because you're not trying to downgrade somebody because they're older. But thing is, when we get older, our bodies are not the same. So his injuries are going to take longer to recover. Why is that? Look at Undertaker. It took him longer to recover after certain matches because his body wasn't the same. So AEW is signed a contract that looks like he's going to be regularly on the te- uh, like the television character. So something that he wasn't having with WWE. And WWE gave him the contract what most old-timers have. They appear once in a while for certain pay-per-views, certain main events, which I think is a pretty good contract because at the end of the day, you're getting older and your body is not quite the same to do the same thing that maybe let's take somebody who is, you know, let's like a Dean Ambrose, whose his name is different in AEW. He's younger. He's able to recover maybe a lot faster than Sting. And, you know, they say he will be performing and he will be having certain matches, but they're going to take precautions for him not to get hurt. How is that going to happen? Things happen. Accidents happen. How are you going to avoid from staying to get, not to get injured in the ring with a younger competitor who most likely does not have the experience like somebody who is older to know how to handle 
an old timer and how to move a certain way. So this is very, very like, very weird. I, I just don't know what the, like what is AEW's plans when it comes to staying. It is, you know, obviously it's definitely pushing the ratings because everybody knows that Sting is in AEW. So they're going to definitely watch them and see what's going on with him. But me personally, I just don't know what is the purpose of their plans or what they're trying to do with Sting. I just think that Sting is a legend and sometimes we have to not drag our legacy even longer that the fans start noticing that it's it's time to let go of it and don't make it look bad. So I think that, you know, Sting needs to, you know, he's good good right now with the contract that he just signed with AEW, and it's good for him. But me personally, I don't know. You know, this is my own opinion. I, you know my own opinion when it comes to Sting's contract with AEW. And I'm just, I feel like AEW is just hiring a a lot of former WWE superstars, which is like, I I don't know. My personal opinion, I know that somebody is probably hurt, but (laughs) that I said what I said, but it is what it is. At the end of the day, Sting is an older man and I don't know what type of precautions they're going to have for him not to get injured while he's performing with a younger superstar. There is rumors that he will most likely face Chris Jericho. I think that would be a really good match. One, because Chris Jericho is a little older and Chris Jericho has more experience in the ring that he will be able to move a certain way, not to injure himself and also sting. So that would be a really good match between them. If it does happen. Also, I wanted to add, there was another rumor happening that supposedly Triple H said that I will, um, that there is, this is just a rumor, that Undertaker is most likely going to be working in the back end of NXT, which I think is good. I like NXT. I think it is a great thing that Triple H has created in the back end on, you know, for the fans. So... I think it would be really excited to see Undertaker to go that route and actually do in, you know, a role over there. He's been in the game for so long. He has potential to kind of like give a talk to these upcoming wrestlers and how to tell them how to gravitate to a character and take it to the next level. As I said before, nobody is like Undertaker. He was able to get any role from where he started to American Badass and the way he ended. He was able to cap, cap, capture the idea of what he wanted and still keep the fans engaged with him. Just like Sting because everybody was excited to have him back. And that's, there are not many superstars that are, have the ability to do that. So if Undertaker does take a role of NXT, that would actually be a phenomenal thing to see happen um, overall. But I just, that was what I wanted to talk about. I definitely will break down more about Sting. I will definitely 
try to um I know somebody who's a, a Sting fan and I'm gonna reach out to him to see it, what he thinks because I like I see you guys like these interaction with other you know other fans and other people that have you know a different opinion so I'm gonna do that for you guys but I want to say thank you so much for checking out this podcast and if you are interested in following me on Instagram my handle is hey I am Alexandria so A-L-E-X-A-N-D-R-I-A and I will see you guys in my next episode all right guys see you in my next one bye